Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. The New York Times has named Arden one of their top ten hosts. And just this year, the Dog Writers Association of America has given this show, Four-Legged Life, its top radio award. Arden is driven to live her motto, Bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby, because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A pet.com. And by Dog TV, the first channel created to bring relaxing video and music for dogs. Online at dogtv.com. That's dogtv.com. Pause up, pet pals. Welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Yep, it's me, Arden Moore. Now, on the show today, we are honored to spotlight not one, but two inspiring people who aid pets We have Dr. Bernadine Cruz and later Sarah Lash of Live Like Rue. Now, our first guest, she's a friend of mine. She has been practicing veterinary medicine in California for three plus decades. She's also found time to reach out to you, pet parents. You may have read something she's written in print, seen her on TV, heard her behind the mic on a radio show. She's been helping us for many, many decades. And as a bonus... She's invented a must-get travel bag, and she gives back to the American Veterinary Medical Foundation. So please give pause and applause to our pet's best friend and mine, Dr. Bernadine Cruz. <laughs> Welcome. To- oh, my goodness, Arden. So good to see you. Thank you for having me on your show today. I miss you. I miss you. I used to live in California, everyone, and she was a buddy of mine. You rock. I mean, you know veterinary medicine, but you also know how to communicate veterinary medicine. And that, to me, is an art. Don't you agree? Well, I really had a hard time initially. Do I want to become a veterinarian or do I want to become a teacher? And then I realized I could do both being a veterinarian. And it's one of the things I love, because if you go to your veterinarian and they tell you, do this but you don't understand why, sometimes you don't have that follow through. But if I talk to you and explain and be willing to listen, I think that's one of the most important things. I need to listen to you. And that's why people are doing so well listening to you, Arden, because you teach them so many wonderful things. And I've learned a lot from you. Well, right back at you. And UC Davis, not a bad school to graduate from. Yes, very fortunate. Had a wonderful, wonderful education. And I love it that I continue to learn from them. I agree. Now, 
We haven't talked in a little bit, so I need to catch up. I know you were at a, a small animal practice in Laguna Niguel, and then you got this opportunity. So tell us, you are a new breed of veterinarian. Tell us about what you do. I try to retire. I figured, okay, time to put that stethoscope <laughs> up. Yeah. And then I was approached by a private company that wanted to open a practice and was going to let me, and I loved the practice that I was at. I learned such a tremendous amount, but now I was going to be able to put into practice what I learned and what I'd always wanted to do. So the facility is called Paw Sweet Paw, kind of like Home Sweet Home, Paw Sweet okay. Paw. They have a great boarding facility. It's totally metal cage free. These big, yeah. huge runs and doggy play yards, and they have a grooming facility and this fabulous cat facility. Your cat would love it. And they can get outside individually and crawl around on all this uh, equipment so they're not just kept in their cage. But I've been able to start concierge medicine. And that is basically, I want to get to know you. I want to get to know your pet. So I don't just talk about, oh, you came in for itchy skin. That's nice. Let's talk about that. Yeah. But any behavioral issues going on at home? Right. Oh, you have a new baby that came in the house. How is that working out? And I love it when people afterwards say, wow. No one ever asked me that. And I also show them how to do a physical examination. Like you teach first aid, I show how to do a physical because no, you're going to be seeing your pets more than I ever will. So if I show you what's normal, then if something is off, you may not know what it is, but you know to bring it in to have it seen. Do you think the timing is just perfect? I mean, it's almost like we just did a 180. I think you're you're sort of on the cutting edge with this concierge opportunity. I think you're right. I mean, even when you were in the past able to go into your veterinary office, when your baby is taken from you and taken back to treatment, taken to the back, yeah, you're now totally helpless. Here's your baby leaving your hands. Oh, I have no idea what happens. So this way we get to talk about it. We try to do most of our treatments in the room with the people. Good. And then when we do need to take them back to treatment area, we can take them back there. I have a surgical suite with a big glass window so people can actually come if they want to sometimes, you know, and take a look at what I'm like doing. That. So we try to be very transparent. You know, I'm a big fan of watching my cats get a bladder draw in the back. So uh, <laughs> it's I mean, I'm always learning or they're doing a, any kind of a test. I'm fascinated by it. But I know some people are a little queasy. We don't we don't want that. Exactly. But, I mean, we're, when we come, we're going to be talking later in the show because she's got a lot of senior tips for our ageless wonders. But I got to get this out before I forget. So you wear many collars in the world. I mean, a veterinarian. Uh, now you're with the concierge, been in uh, animal com uh, communications in the media. Mm -hmm. And uh, you like you like to travel. So you, went you can see behind me. Those are goats in trees. Okay, and so those for those watching on YouTube when the show later, yes, her <laughs> screensaver is the best. There's goats standing in trees. So can you, do you have an idea of how many countries you've been to? You know, I haven't kept track of it yet because there's still so many that I want to do. But in July of this year, I'll be knocking off three more, South Africa, Botswana, and Zimbabwe. Oh, nice, nice. So when we travel, you really have to pack smartly and you can't be overloaded. You know, you're going from a tour bus to a plane to a train, whatever. So 
I'm going to do a shout out. You have an amazing travel bag that you created called Camigo. You want to talk about that? Sure. Camigo stands for with me. So being Hispanic, basically come with me. Come with me on the adventure that is life. So I agree with you. Yeah. When you travel, I did a lot of traveling when I was a multimedia veterinary medicine consultant. And I could never find that perfect bag. So after a while, I was like, forget it. I'm just going to make my own. So it took me several years to come up with it, talking to people that love to travel. What do you like? What do you need? What don't you like? So came up with a bag with lots of compartments because I'm this ADHD person. I want everything (laughs) organized. It has a brightly colored interior so you can actually find what you packed. And as we were talking about getting mature, after sitting and usually I'm in the back of the bus and your bum starts getting a little bit tired after a period of time, I put in a built-in pad. It's attached by flexible um, straps that you can use it as a TSA-compliant electronic sleeve so you don't leave your electronics behind a checkpoint. But when you're on the plane or you're at Starbucks working or you're at a long layover, you take the electronics out, you sit on the pad. Now the bag is behind your legs because it's attached. Nobody's going to be able to get into it. So it's nice and safe. And oh, by the way, your bum feels better. Hey, um, that, you know, anything to get to the the rear pleasure of uh, cushions is I'm in it. And you also have something that, that they can't read the credit cards too. Don't you have an RIF or something or am I dreaming? Uh, that could be the next iteration. So this oh, one right now, no, it's not. But there is a place. I hear my mom whenever I'm traveling. Don't go there. That's not safe. So I have a phone compartment right on the shoulder strap. You can use it as a briefcase. But I like crossbody because your hands are free to hold on to what's important to you. And if all of a sudden I need to get in touch with somebody, I immediately know where my phone is. I can get to it and not have to search through the bag and try to find it. It's comigobags.com, C-O-N-M-I-G-O bags.com. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some things that our good doctor, Dr. Bernadine Cruz, is going to talk to us about our ageless wonders, our senior pets. So y'all know the drill. Sit, stay. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Yes, it's me, Arden Moore. I'm talking with Dr. Bernadine Cruz. She's an outstanding veterinarian. And I got to tell you, uh, having an 18-year-old cat, a 12-year-old cat, and my dog is almost nine, you have a special place in your heart for ageless wonders, our older pets. And tell us what's happening. There are so many advances right now, Arden, that have gone on in veterinary medicine that's allowing our pets just not to live long, but really thrive during those senior years. 
Because if you're alive and you're just existing, we don't want that for ourselves and we don't want it for our little furry kids either. So one of the things that's so important is too many times, and I know you've seen it too, where people will bring in that pet that's on its last paw. We do whatever medical workup we can and we find out, oh, it's kidneys are in end stage failure or it has liver disease or it's obese and nobody's ever addressed it. Oh, when was the last time your pet was seen by a veterinarian? Um, I think when it was a kitten and that was, you know, 14 years ago, but it's indoors and and it's fine and it's eating just wonderfully. I said, well, that's great. But (laughs) just like ourselves, things start wearing out over time and cats and dogs are just excellent masters at hiding their signs of illness and then there's kitties in particular what is oh, yeah. i always tell people what does a cat do when it feels good sleep and what does a cat do when it's not feeling good sleep so <laughs> how do you know when something's going on good point so what can you give us as a tip because their signs are more subtle but can you help us out Yes. So know what's normal. When you go in next time with your pet, cat, dog, bird, whatever it is, ask your veterinarian to show you how to give a physical examination so you know what's normal. You can even get a stethoscope. It doesn't have to be expensive. And listen. So underneath a little chest, you know, listen around. And you don't even have to know what you're listening for, but you're listening for things that are different. So go, uh, I haven't heard this before. All right, bring it to your veterinarian's attention. Go in at least once a year. I'm probably so enamored of senior pets because I'm now a senior myself. So with your pet, cat or dog, get it in at least once a year. And when it's about seven, because you have to start counting them as getting mature at some point. So seven's usually a good time. So at around seven, maybe once or twice a year, good physical examination, make sure it's up to date on its vaccines, Flea control, heartworm control, all of those good things. A good nutrition, just because it's expensive, doesn't mean that it's, you know, the best thing for them. So talk to your veterinarian, tell them what you like, don't like, what your pet likes and doesn't like. Get the teeth cleaned if necessary, but definitely see what's going on under the hood. Getting some blood work is so important. So now that I am and mature. And also a urine mm-hmm. too, and your analysis, right? Yes, definitely. Know, there's something with you veterinarians. When we get a urine test, you guys get giddy. Okay, the BUN is this, the creatinine is this, there's no protein in the urine. Whoop. And we're sitting there going, and then you hear the magic words from your veterinarian. Everything's okay. <laughs> Do you I guess we should start with everything's like- okay. And by the way, yes. You're exactly no, I right. Agree. We- I actually, uh, my senior pets, I, I have uh, three now. Uh, they're getting it twice a year. I'm getting wellness twice a year because I think Perfect. they age pretty fast. You're exactly right. And the larger it is, the quicker they age. Yeah. So you talked about some breakthroughs in some medicine. And I do know that a number, a high percentage of cats and dogs at a certain age, maybe seven, eight, nine, ten. They, like us, started getting some osteoarthritis or or joint pain. Can you tell us what's going on? Yes. So it is fabulous. The Zoetis company, Zoetis has come up with a monoclonal antibody. And you probably remember that term, monoclonal antibody, when we had our big COVID pandemic. And they were using it to try to save lives. Well, as you were saying, cats and dogs, they love to get degenerative joint disease. 
It can be in younger pets also, if there is trauma or genetic malformation, but just wear and tear on the joints will start to age. And oftentimes people say, ah, it's just old age. That's why they can't get up and they can't walk normally. No, if they're overweight, lose weight. That is one of the most important things that they can do. But now there's a monoclonal antibody that basically takes the chemical that tells the pain receptors, ouch, ouch, ouch. Now it takes it out. So it's very, very safe. It's very effective. An injection that's given every 30 days. Now they have one right now for kitties called Silencia. And can Silencia, that, please, so people can S- check it out. S-O-L-S-E-N-I-A, Silencia. But they have it for cats right now, and they're coming at one for dogs at the end of summer. I don't know the name offhand. I apologize. But it's going to be all over, you know, the pet industry. Z-O-E-T-I-S. Yeah. Yeah. Z-O-E-T-I-S. Well, what I'm hearing from you is you said a once a month injection. For all the folks out there that don't want to give a pill or liquids to a dog or a cat day after day, that sounds pretty nice. It's wonderful. It's extremely safe, very cost effective. You're not going to have the side effects that oftentimes will happen with right now we're using non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. So we need to be concerned with liver problems, kidney problems. And as we get older, those things start wearing out. So again, safe, effective. Your pet doesn't have to see you coming in the morning going, no, they're going to try to pill me again. Not that. Now, you know, you can just veterinarian does it poof you're out the door life is good so the things to watch for especially in cats arden and i'm sure you've seen it in yours yeah i think well it's it's jumping up on the counter or now no my cat's really good it used to get on the counter all the time it's not doing it what a good cat it finally (laughs) learned (laughs) no or my dog that used to drag me down the street when we go for a walk look how good it is now it's walking behind me or even next to me. Wow, that's good. In reality, those may be signs, Arden, that those joints are painful. So the kitty, when you, and I noticed it, duh, with one of my own cats years ago, where it used to just jump on the bed. And this one morning, it was scratching at the bed covers, and it was on the floor. Aww. And I look over the side, it's like, hey, come on up. And then I realized, oh, it couldn't. It couldn't jump with ease. It was having arthritis pain. So subtle. It's not running up the stairs. It's not jumping up on the counter as easily. It's not as playful as it used to be. All these things can be a sign. I am so glad that you could be available to be a guest on our show today. You're definitely going to come back. And go ahead and give us the two websites, the travel bag one and the one where you have the concierge service. All right. So the concierge medicine is like home sweet home. It's pawsweetpaw.com. And I'm in California still. And then my travel bag company. And right now it is just for a people bag. It's not something you pop your pet into. Oh, it could might want to stow away. But I can put some pet supplies in there when we do a doggy vacay. Definitely. And that site is C-O-N as in Nancy, M as in Mary, I-G-O bags.com conmigobags.com and thank you for talking about it bueno amiga there you go there's my Spanish (laughs) hey everybody Uh, we got to take a break and when we come back we're going to talk to a 
a woman that is dedicating her campaign to help people handle the financial and emotional and when their dog or cat or other pet is diagnosed with cancer. The nonprofit is called Live Like Rue. So we'll find out after we take this break. Sit, stay. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Yep, it's me, Arden Moore. Our next guest is on a mission to help pets diagnosed with cancer. She credits a remarkable pit bull named Rue for steering her toward this important mission. Please, at this time, give pause and applause to the founder of the nonprofit. It's called Live Like Rue. The amazing Sarah Locke. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thanks, Arden, for having me. It's seriously an honor. And just doing research on you, you're you're just as incredible. So I appreciate this platform and the time with you. I think we share something in common. We are more enriched than rich, and we have to thank the tail waggers and the purr machines, right? That's very true. It's so very true. <laughs> I, I love my my passion, which is live like Rue, but I also have a job in pet care. Um, and just talking to you before we started, I appreciate all you do to make sure pet care professionals have the right resources to make sure people's pets are cared for. So thank you so much for that too. Well, we're going to have people surprise people a little bit. Um, I know you've been uh, head of this nonprofit live like Rue since I believe 2016, but what were you up to before then? Yeah, so I've been in TV for over 25 years, and I wow. recently, yeah, I started as, as an intern in Philadelphia, actually, and, and really, in kindergarten, I knew that I wanted to be in TV, and I thought that I wanted to be on TV. Once I got okay. to college, I realized, no, I don't want to be on TV, I'm awful, so I did a lot of behind the scenes work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after 25 years, I, I, and you know, I know a lot of people say this, but COVID had a lot to do with it. You know, I was in charge of 30 people and it, you have to get live TV on the air. And if you can't, if you're missing somebody in a spot and you don't have that person and you can't get it, it's a lot of pressure. And I think as I aged and, you know, as we went through COVID, I realized I am a stress ball every day. And then on top of that, having Live Like Rue Foundation and really dealing with a lot of sadness, unfortunately, every day, you know, we do have wonderful moments, which I'm sure we'll get into, but it's, it is, it is, it was really hard. And the stress of, you know, I worked about 10 hours a day, you know, five, six days a week, sometimes Um, it was, it was just a lot. And, you know, I decided to quit and I had, I had a plan in place. I paid off all of my debt. Um, I paid my mortgage, you know, through the end of the year. And, but now I'm doing live like full time. It's what I've wanted forever. And then I do a little bit of pet care on the side that was supposed to be a part-time job, but is is a little bit more than that already. So, well, and, and we've been teasing our listeners and this show airs coast to coast on radio stations, please. We got, I know you've said it before, but this is important. Live like Rue, please share the story of Roosevelt. Yeah, so 2015, it was Easter Sunday, and I walked into a very crowded Chicago animal care and control. So for those of you that have uh, local animal controls, and animal control has to take in every animal. They cannot say no to anybody. Um, 
And unfortunately, at that time, flu was running rampant in, in Chicago animal care and control. So any dog that was pulled out of there, you could not house with your own dogs or really any other animal oh, at that yeah. point. The spread of uh, contaminant, you know, spread the flu. Yep. Yeah, okay. yeah. So basically, they had to go to isolation. So to pull any dog, you needed a plan. So you needed, you know, a 24-7 vet, somebody with no dogs which or, or no pets, really, which is unheard of. Um, so we were able, basically, so we were going up and down the roads, just trying, you know, we were in gowns and gloves and trying to find a dog that would be a good fit to foster, knowing that we needed to have ISO for at least four weeks. So Rue, his name was Cisco in the shelter. He came in as an owner surrender and, you know, all the dogs are jumping, trying to get your attention. And he was just laying down in his cage. So we thought maybe he was sick, but we decided to take him out just because he was different than everybody else. We brought him out. He actually went to the bathroom for like four minutes. Like literally was wow. peeing for four minutes. So we, we, we knew some longer than uh, Tom Hanks did on. A, yeah. um, uh, what's the one with the League of Their Own? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. It was like that. Scene. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, we knew something was wrong, but we but we we, we fell in love with him. I mean, he was just incredible. Um, we could tell his teeth were ground down. So we figured, you know, his owner maybe put him in a kick crate and he was trying to get out or he was eating rocks to survive. We didn't really know. So we knew we found isolation. We knew he needed a dental. When he went in for that dental, once he, he actually did get the flu too. So once he was healthy and went in to get that dental, they unfortunately found cancer in him. And I found out actually when I was driving to work one day on 90, which if you're, you are from Chicagoland, you know, it's a very busy road, but I had to pull over because I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I just thought, you know, we would neuter him and this would go away and it was, you know, something fixable, but we decided not to do chemo because it was pretty far advanced. It was bone cancer and um, pretty much we and gave him a bucket. I think he was, what, what he was five. Doing? Yeah. Okay, so he was five. Was he a full pity or what, what color was he? And yeah, he was Fawn pity that actually had looked like he had sharp pay in him because he had like wrinkles around his face. I think that's why people fell in love with him too. You know, pit bulls obviously don't have the best rep all the time. And we kind of made him just like any other dog, you know, and, and put him out there. I mean, he stayed at the Waldorf Astoria in Chicago. They don't allow dogs over 10 pounds in there. So it was so special. He walked in, he peed on a couch. The entire staff laughed. So it was it was just remarkable how he drew people in. And I think, too, when you see a dog that beat the odds once, you know, getting out of animal control, owner surrenders are able to be euthanized right away because the owner surrendered them, their property oh, of the yeah. city at that point. They don't have they don't have any time. Uh, the medical staff could take them in the back and euthanize them right away. So we were lucky that he was even still there. Um but then to, to not be able to beat the cancer, I think those are the dogs that really break my heart. That's why we always help shelter dogs and rescue dogs first is because they've already beat the odds once and you, exactly. you want to see them, you know, have some sort of life after what could be a, a tough life to begin with. So, um, but he did everything. Yeah, we went on boat rides. He loved ice cream. He stayed in, like I said, the Waldorf Astoria. Um, we, we had a huge party for him when we knew his time was winding down. People were able to meet him and take pictures with him. But he he you really celebrated did his life. You celebrated his life. You didn't. I mean, you knew what was happening. But that's that's pretty hard to do, but pretty important too. When you say. Yeah. And I think that's what we preach to people. We have a support page and a lot of people come in and, 
And I was the same way. I didn't have an animal of cancer. I, I didn't, you know, a lot of people are like, I didn't even know they could get cancer. Obviously we know that now, but, but people come in and they're just, their brain is spinning and you feel like you're on an Island and isolated. And I think that's what live like Rue does. It's not just about giving you money for an amputation or for a biopsy. It's about like, Hey, we're here for you. Here's this collection of people that went through what you're going through now and not feeling how I felt on the side of 90 crying my eyes out that I had a dog with cancer, not, not knowing what to do or how we were going to afford it or anything like that. And, so. and, and I know that Rue Roosevelt is the inspiration for live like Rue. Um, so you started this in 2016 after having the, the honor of adopting Roosevelt. Yeah. And funny because on Instagram, we were making a post doing one of our bucket list items and somebody posted live like Rue on there. And I still send her every t-shirt we make, every pouch we make, everything we make, because I'm so thankful to her because it clicked in my mind, like, oh my goodness, that is brilliant. Live like Rue. And, and it, you don't have to say anything else. Like you live, you live like every day is your, like your last. <laughs> You know, everyone, we're speaking with uh, Sarah Locke. She is the founder of the nonprofit Live Like Rue. And it. we want you to go to livelikeroo.org after the show, of course. But I'm going to check out those T-shirts. But I think there's something special when you hear the phrase live like Rue. And we're going to find out more from this remarkable woman after we take this break. Y'all know the drill. We're going to sit stay. We'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Pets, they're incredible. And I'll bet you your pet is the most incredible. Yeah? So why not tell us about it? Or better yet, show us. Our email address is flllpetpals at gmail.com. Who knows? Maybe your incredible pet will become the next four-legged life sensation. Remember, flllpetpals at gmail.com. everybody. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Got a great gal from Chicago. Her name is Sarah Locke. She is the founder of the nonprofit Live Like Rue. We were learning about this remarkable pity who's up in heaven watching down saying, nice job. Pause up, Sarah. So tell us a little bit about Live Like Rue as the foundation. What's going on? Yeah. So, so since 2016, we've given away $2 million in grants. Again, it's not always about That's the money, but I love, <laughs> yeah, I love that number. Um, I think it says a lot about our donors um, and the people that support us. We can't, we can't do this without them. Um, we're not like a rescue where we have adoption fees coming in. Um, you know, all the money that's coming in is, is donations. And we so appreciate that. I can't, I can't say how much we appreciate that. Um, it's remarkable. We also send cancer care packages. So yeah. Somebody that is going through one of the worst times in their lives. We always say these these packages are for the humans as much as they are for the animals. But in the package, and I have a care package director. She's staff. She's in charge of these. She loves it. She pairs the blanket with the animals. So if we have a certain breed and we have that fleece blanket in a certain breed, she oh, pairs nice. them up. 
Yeah, it's awesome. What are some of the other things in this? Yeah, so it comes with a blanket. Rue had a blanket that I still have. And everybody that gets those blankets cherishes them after the animal passes. Sometimes they bury half with the animal and then they will take the other half. Um, really important tennis balls he loved, treats, toys. And then we always do a McDonald's gift card so that they oh. can get an ice cream cone or a burger. Um, near the end, unfortunately, Rue, the only thing what he would he would eat is like a vanilla ice cream cone. So we um, every year have a worldwide ice cream social um, in his honor, which is basically anybody can participate. And all we ask is when for is a photo. It's when actually June 3rd. Next year, you know, I'll be sure your listeners know about it. Just follow our page. Yeah. just for that it's something easy to do with your animal there's dog ice cream so i don't want to hear about how you shouldn't feed your animal this or that just there's there's things made especially for your for your animals yeah, but right, yeah he right. um yeah so the care packages we sent five thousand of the care packages already which is pretty more remarkable too when you think about shipping and tying handmade blankets it's, it's really great people want to help i know getting a diagnosis hits you in the gut but there's other people maybe you've had a pet survive cancer or cancer hits us all directly or indirectly. So what's the best way people can reach out to you and your group and how can people help? Cause we are so lucky to have four leggers, three leggers in our life. Yeah. So if you go to live there's actually an about a section with frequently asked questions. So there's ways to tie blankets. There's actually a website that we have where we match um, people that want to volunteer with a way to get blankets. If you send us an email through the website, it goes to me. So if you have an idea of how you want to help, obviously we always need uh, dog toys and treats for our care packages. Our address is right on our website. So you can send, you know, if you had a dog that passed away, we like new toys to go in the care packages. We want to make sure everything is clean going right. out. But honestly, anything that you can think of to help us is really, really appreciated. People have blanket tying parties all the time. It, the biggest thing is just getting them to us. So a lot of the people are local because the blankets are heavy and to get you the material. Um, but donating yeah. a toy or even being a monthly donor goes so far. $10 from a person for the entire year, it adds up, believe me. And it keeps us afloat. So I appreciate and it. I, I think the last number I saw on Facebook for Live Like Rue, 42,000 followers. We're going to pump that up a little bit, hopefully from this episode to get more people involved. So no, it's so hard. Take home message to people about our beloved pets and cancer. I know there's been some advances in medicine and treatments. Um, you're you're in the you're in the uh, trenches of this. So can you give us a perspective? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is like you're not alone. And I think that the first place people go is just devastation. And there are options, you know, even if we can't help you, we have other people that can possibly help you. And I think that, you know, even if you find a mass on your pet, it's it's like, okay, is this mass cell tumor? Is it it's the worst yeah. feeling, right? Yeah. So just just come to us and know that there's people that have been through every single kind of cancer and every single diagnosis. And I go to them. I mean, I say to people that ask me questions, a lot of people ask me, you know, how do I know when it's time? I have a place to, for people to go. And I, I hate to say it, but you just know, but there are other, you know, quality of life scale. I have a ton of podcasts. I have a ton of literature on that. Um, but it's one question that people ask me a lot, unfortunately, but our, our support group on Facebook and just our entire staff, 
I feel so lucky to have these people and have this amazing support group um, across the board. I think that that's the thing is don't give up and don't don't be hopeless. There, we had a person that we helped. Fortunately, she lost her dog, but she said it the best I, I could ever say. It, and she just said, you guys provide hope. And when you're yeah. hopeless, if you just yep. have that one little inkling of hope, it, it, it helps you get through it. Wow. Now you have some four leggers of your own. What I think I, I, if I'm, I don't know if that's the same ones, but a couple of them have a pretty cool name. So what are your dog's names? Yeah. So I'm Steve. So I know everybody loves the human names. You were talking about Kevin, I think before we started. So Steve, yeah. he's, he's really my husband's dog, but he's a rescue from one tail at a time. And then we take in a lot of the broken dogs. So we have a 15 year old three pound chihuahua now who's older. His name is Mac. Um, and then we have Herman who's from young at heart rescue. Unfortunately he's hospice. He's got a heart double the size and a hernia. Um, and that's yeah. what we have right now. We, we've lost a few recently. I took in a dog with cancer Duchess who, you know, they all break your heart, but she, she, she really broke my heart. She was only 10 and you know, the mass is just kept popping up cause she was never spayed unfortunately. And she had one in her armpit that, that, that we couldn't operate on cause the cancer was all over her body, but she left us and it, it was so hard. It's really, really hard um, because we take them in and we only have them usually for less than a year. And so, you know, that hospice. A special fortitude, I think. It's like sort of like folks that um, volunteer to help for at hospice or be a hospice mm -hmm. nurse. In oh, many right. ways, this is a skill set you all are doing as volunteers. You have a tough job, but I got to tell you, there's a lot of dogs in heaven right now kind of looking down saying, bravo, bravo. I hope um, so. Sarah, <laughs> yeah, that's what makes me feel better, too. And I always say that it, it's funny that you say that because people will say, you know, we'll, we'll put a post about a dog passing away that a lot of people have followed, maybe was in a shelter. And so I always say, you know, they're up there with Rue having ice cream now, and it just makes everybody feel better. You know, it's like you, you envision that and you, you know, that's what's happening up there. It's great. So what's something later in the year you're hoping to uh, do that we can get people involved in? Yeah, so every year we have a holiday show around the holidays. So if you're a performer, and it doesn't matter what you do, we have had magicians, singers, tap dancers. I play glockenspiel in middle school band. I would love that. There's a big demand. <laughs> I would love that. And honestly, we've never had that. So, I mean, that's 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 my favorite thing. It's great because we air it, you know, leading up to Christmas and it's live streams. So it's everything's taped, but I kind of push it out live. So that's something that, that, that kind of can touch everybody. It's not something local to Chicago that we do. Um, so that's that's kind of our, our biggest thing now. The, the rest of the events are little or just, you know, some fundraising. And then Giving Tuesday, obviously, is huge for us. So if you... Yes in the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. That's a huge, huge fundraising day for us. And we always have lots of surprises. My favorite thing is to surprise people with grants. And we do it in a situation like this where they think they're just getting interviewed to get money and we end up giving them money. So tune into our Facebook lives for those for sure. Yeah. Com companies are helping you give the grants to help these people. It, there's a lot of hearts to this. Man. Yeah. But yeah. I tell you, I salute you because what you're doing is is amazing and everybody please after the show check out live like rue.org and see what you can do to help in any way given money giving volunteering spreading the message right Sarah? yeah sharing i mean sharing our posts now i'm sure you know with the algorithms with social media 
if you simply like our post or just say this is awesome or share it, I appreciate that as much as $10, believe me, because that means so much to us that more eyes are seeing it. Well, every day is a gift, and a dog named Rue has proven that. So, everybody, I want to give pause up to my special guest today, Dr. Bernadine Cruz, and, of course, Sarah Locke of Live Like Rue. And a big thanks to all you radio stations coast to coast. I understand from my producer we have doubled the number of stations in one year. Thank you, thank you. And all of you, pet pals, for tuning in. And until next time, this is your host, Arden Moore, delivering just... Two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Pause up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A pet.com. And by Dog TV, the first channel created to bring relaxing video and music for dogs. Online at dogtv.com. That's dogtv.com. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.